Grace and peace to y'all in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but praise and worship got me fired up this morning. And, and for, for those of you who are in ear, hearing distance of me, my apologies, but I, I sang uh, uh, my, my heart out. Because um, I don't know if y'all heard the words or are you, if you listened to the words that were in this song, and it was gospel bomb after gospel bomb after gospel bomb of, of, of exploding into my heart what Christ has done for me. And, and for me, and, and I'm not saying this is for everyone, I'm just, I'm just kind of going on a little personal spirit right here. I feel funny, or I feel, or the devil comes and attacks me whenever I sing songs about what I have done for the Lord, or about what I promised to do for the Lord. Because as soon as it comes out of my mouth, the devil's like, no you didn't, no you didn't, no you didn't, no you didn't, you failed that, you failed that, you took back that promise, you broke that promise, you serve, you do this, you, yep, nope, nope, remember, remember, remember. But when I sing about what Christ has done for me, there's no break in the promise. It's always all the time, and it comes and it revives me, it restores my soul, and it encourages me. And then now I'm free to love my neighbor because there's, there's nothing to come against me. When it comes to that matters of what Christ has done. So when, when I, I, I'm kind of going off my train of thought, but I'm, faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. And the word is Jesus Christ. And he has a message to every one of us in this room. Because, see, he met a resolution, too, 2,000 years ago. And it's a different kind of resolution than what we might make. The Lord's Supper is where Jesus resolved to do something new. And notice that it's the Lord's Supper, not Zach's Supper, or not our Supper, or the Christian Supper. It's the Lord's Supper. It is something that he is giving to us. It is all gift. And it is all to us. See, the Lord's Supper revolves around what Christ has done for us. Sinners are always, always, always welcome at this table. Because Christ instituted this meal for the forgiveness of sins. Each of Jesus' disciples was a poor, miserable sinner who experienced the joy of his forgiveness offered freely by God's grace. Sinners who desire no forgiveness or who believe that they do not need forgiveness should be excluded from this invitation. This invitation is for those who have faith in the body and blood of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of their sins. And it's offered to you. And see, this is something wonderful new, that a gift that is hitting us. And sometimes we may not even know that we're getting it. I've been there. When I partake of the table and, the, and I have faith in Jesus Christ that his body and blood was broken and shed for me for the forgiveness of my sins, that's a confession. That is a moment of faith. I am taking it by faith and proclaiming that Christ died for my sins, and I'm confessing that. That is a wonderful gift to have. Why? Because it's something on the outside of me. 
Christ on the outside of me saves me, independent of me and for me. Christ on the outside of you has saved you, independent of you and for you. Why? Because he'd die to have you. He did die to have you. And he calls you his own. And the one who says, yep, that is absolutely true. That I have, that's all I've got. That's all I'm clinging to. That's faith. And forgiveness of sins is yours. And the one who says, nah, nah, that's not for me. So be it. But I pray this morning, as the men come forward, and as we hear the words of institution, that you partake with me and give thanks to the Lord for what he's given as a gift. His very body, his very blood for the forgiveness of sins. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Pastor Derek talked about the devil coming after him. Devil's coming after a lot of folks for a long, long time. He hits me up a lot, especially when it comes, to, especially when it comes to accusing me of who I am outside of Christ. An old reformer also had daily attacks of the devil, and how he encouraged his his congregation. He said, "So when the devil comes at you with accusations, with slander." when true and rightful accusations of things that you've done and tells you that you deserve hell, death, and the grave, boldly return to him and say, you know what, devil? You're right. I do deserve hell, death, and the grave. But there is one who has made satisfaction on my behalf. His name is Jesus Christ, Son of God, and where he is, I will be also. Dearly, Father, we just thank you so much that you give your very self to us, Lord. Your very body, your very blood that was broken and shed for us for the forgiveness of sins. There's nothing we can do to deserve this. There's nothing we can do to earn this. There's nothing that we can do to, 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 to pay you back. And Lord, thank you so much that that's not why you gave it to us was for us to pay you back. You gave it to us to, that we might live. Now encourage us and use us how you will, Lord. Embolden us to love our neighbor in light of this fact. And thank you, Lord, for, for your love. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
beautiful spirit. Hallelujah. It set in my feet a dancing. The Camerons years and years ago on their way to the dedication of Oral Roberts University. They were all stuffed in a station wagon. And a woman had been in their meetings and had gone through a rough time. She had problems in her marriage and all different things. And she traveled with them and as they got out of the hotel one morning, I think they were coming from New York right over to, to ORU. As she got into the car, because in the car, when they're going along in the car, they would sing the songs of Zion. They would be all happy and cheery, and even when they're all closed in close quarters together. And this woman came out of the car, and as they were coming out of the hotel, and as they were going to the car, she said these words, since I have met you folks, God has given to me a dancing heart. And from that moment, as they got in the car, they began to meditate, meditate on the words that the lady had said. And the song was written in that car on the way to Oral Roberts University, the dancing heart. Oh, the Holy Ghost will set your feet a dancing. And it's a, it's a, it was a powerful word, song then, and it's a powerful word today. And you know, when I feel the Spirit of the Lord upon me, there's something comes up within me that I just want to, the old feet want to stop, but my ankles are gone now. Although I wasn't, although I wasn't a Marine, I have jumped out of many trucks and into trenches like Jim has. And I've... My ankles are not so uh, strong as they used to be, but I just love to just allow the Spirit of the Lord to move in my heart and in my life. Hallelujah. Praise God. January the 6th, 2019. How time has flown. Here I have a grandson that is... Uh, uh, eight years old today, and uh, I've been thinking about that, and as time has gone in my own life, ah, it just seems so quick. Uh, there's people that I wanted to go and, and have fellowship with and dinner with last year, and just wasn't able to, to go. Our times are so caught up. This morning, January the 6th, 2019, the subject of my message is a fresh start, a fresh start. In Isaiah 43, Carol, are you listening? Okay. 18 through 19, it says these words, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, now it shall spring forth, shall not you know it. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. 
Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Happy New Year, the first Sunday of 2019. How many of us this morning would like a fresh start in our lives? I'm sure, very sure, that we all have made mistakes and bad decisions in our life. I'm also sure that we've experienced setbacks and failures. Sometimes these setbacks and failures can enslave us and have us so tied up to a point we cannot enjoy a full Christian life that God has given to us to enjoy. John 10.10, it says these words, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's his word for you. That's his word for me. He has come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Unfortunately, many of us are not taking advantage of the promise and not living an abundant life. Unfortunately, our adversary, the devil, still seeks to kill, to steal, and to destroy that abundant life that God has given us. One of his tactics, the devil, is to remind us of our failings. <laughs> How many of us get reminded of our failings? I am very humbled when I stand here and, and minister to you. Many of you have heard the story of one of the girls I went to school with, and Mary Cameron told her I was a pastor. She couldn't believe it. <laughs> she couldn't believe that I was a pastor. And I guess with my actions before and my failings before and the mistakes I've made before, I can understand her thinking that way, but she never thought of the God's grace and what God can do in a life when you allow God to move in and through you. She was just judging me by what she had seen before. She was never judging me of the blessing and the person I am now that God has placed in this place of authority. You see, I'm a shepherd here, and I don't want to just tickle your ears. I want this year of 2019 to be a year of blessing so that you can leave this place with confidence and assurance of what God is can do in your life and what he will do in your life if we'll allow him to do it in our lives. So many of us are caught up in the things of the past that we don't allow God to move and, 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 and we don't enjoy the things that he has for us. He's got great things in store for you and for me in 2019. Great things in store. He's a God of blessing. He's come. He gave his life so that you and I may have life more abundantly. We can have that. You can have that. Or you can spend your time dwelling in the past and the things of the past and the things like me this morning that woke me up and the attack that I had of the enemy because he comes to rob, to steal, and destroy. You see, he didn't want me to give this message today. He wanted me to hold back and dwell on those things. But you know, I had the sense at 5 o'clock in the morning in that, what's the word I'll use there? In that, eh? Twilight zone, Maggie says. She said I was in the twilight zone. Hallelujah. In the twilight zone. 
when I was in the twilight zone and I wasn't sure what was going on, but I knew I was under attack. And I put up the defenses. And you know what I did? I applied what I've been speaking on for the last while. I applied God's word in my heart and my life. Greater is he, I would say unto myself. Greater is he that is in with me, that is in me than he that is in the world. I kept on repeating it and repeating it and repeating it until I got my mind and my thoughts off the things that was coming into my mind. The things that was attacking me. I put God's word in that place. And that's what we have to do. I've often said depression is a terrible thing. It's a horrendous thing from the pit of hell. But you know, it's not an easy thing to shake off. You try going through it. It's not an easy thing to give off. But we can. We've got, uh, we've got weapons. No weapon formed against you will prosper. We have weapons in our life as Christians that we could use against those things that come and attack us. And I've said many times to those folks, they're going through real stuff. It's not imagination. It's real stuff. It's attacking them. And then uh, you come and say, well, you quote the word. You, you just speak the word and everything will be all right. But I've been through there. I, I, I have actually been in a bad place many times. I've had times of where I didn't know which way was up. In despair. I've been through that. I was that soldier. I've done that. I understand it. So, not to the extent that what some people are going through. But I do understand and I had the common sense, I had the will within me to quote the word of God when I was going through it. And I encourage you, if you're going through a, a time of depression or attacks you, sometimes they come day after day after day and they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and, and you, can't, you can't seem to defeat it. Let me encourage you, get yourself a scripture. Find a scripture that will empower you. Find a scripture that you could use against the enemy. Find one just like I did. I used it this morning, this very morning I used it. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. And you know, it brought me through and it prepared me to bring this message today. And I believe this is a message for all of us in 2019 in the new year. Fresh, what better time is there to, to bring out a message of... Uh, See, the devil attacks me. A fresh start. You don't realize what happens up here to me. But God is so good to me. And I feel so enthusiastic this morning because I know that this is a word from him for all of us. And I want you to listen to the word. Some of it won't interest you. Some of it won't ring your bell. But there'll be something in here that you can take I was telling, who did I tell today about a blemish? Oh, Martha. I says, Martha, you've got a blemish in your forehead. And I says, if you go to the doctor and you get an ointment, ointment from the doctor, and you've got the anointment, you've got that there, and you don't apply it in your life, that prescription don't count. That ointment will never work. And it's the same as the Word of God. You could listen to it. But if you don't apply it on the blemish, it's not going to... Oh, she hasn't got a blemish, by the way. I just was talking to her about my message. You, you're, have a close look at her after church. 
But, but, but it is true. If we don't apply what we're given, you go to the doctors and they give you prescriptions and you leave the pill, whatever it is, it's the same as God's word. As you hear it, we have to apply it in our hearts and in our lives. Where was I? One of the devil's tactics is to remind us of our failings. How many have been reminded of your failings? I know I have. Sometimes there's others that will remind you of your failings. And you have to take them to heart. I remember one time that I was mourning and complaining about something. And a person in the church, I was mourning to them. It was the wrong person I was mourning to. <laughs> and uh, she gave me advice. And at the time, I didn't want to listen to her advice. But you know, her advice was true. She says, oh, just get over it. You know, sometimes we'll get advice from people, and I encourage you to keep yourself surrounded by people of God, good people, that will help you along the way. If you need advice, go to the right person for that advice. Advice, Praise the Lord. At that time, I didn't want that advice, but that's what she gave me. But I did apply it, and it worked. Hallelujah. Get over it. He certainly does not want us to have a fresh start, the devil. He doesn't want you to have a fresh start in life. But this morning, I have good news for you. You listen, Sam? Volume up? Okay. The devil is defeated. A new year is, what better time is it for us to have a fresh start in life and shake off those things that would hold us back? We sing a song, or we used to sing a song, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let all God's people praise the Lord. Shake off those heavy bands. Lift up those holy hands. And let all God's people praise the Lord. That's one secret. That's one secret I've given you. Shake off. Shake it off. Shake off those heavy bands. Shake off those things that would hinder you and come to, to destroy you and get you off your focus, instead of focus on the Lord and God's word, we focus on those things which are behind. They're all covered over. They're for God. He no more sees the things we've done. He only sees the blood of his crucified son. If you've accepted Jesus into your heart and life, born again, you've been, there's really been a change. Of, excuse me for getting a wee bit excited. Can't help it. You might be wondering, Gail was the first one to come up to me and say, I hope that box has got a meaning in it, up on the platform. She likes everything to be tidy. And if anything happens, to be sure, somebody will come to me and ask me, why is that there? Why is this there? What the that? Not that you did that, Gail, but she asked me, is there a meaning behind that box? How many cat lovers? I'll be honest, keep your hands up, are in the church this morning, and you love cats. Wow, there's quite a number. Praise the Lord. Keep your hands up, and you love cats. How many of you have seen the advertisement on the TV about this product? You've seen it? Yep. Who else? Who else has seen it? You'll see in the ad that when they open the box and they put this stuff, and there's going to be a quiz afterwards, so watch. <laughs> All right? And put the stuff in this box into the cat litter. 
you then see the cut. As it comes up and it goes into the box. And after it's done what it does in the box, I'll leave it to your imagination. The cat in the advertisement, it goes like this. And it gets out of the box. Now, if it didn't get out and do that, what it did, shake off the dust from its feet and whatever else is there and leave that dirty mess behind it, it would take that dirty mess back into the house. And everybody in the house would be affected by the dirty mess. And also, not only that, but them that come and visit you are affected by the smell and the stench of the dirty mess. But even a cat has a sense to take its feet and shake it off. And that's what you and I have to do. We have to take our feet and we have to shake it off. Leave that dirty stuff behind us. The past is the past. And we are encouraging you this morning to look to the future. God has got great things in store for us. And all we have to do is to step out of nothing into something. Again, a simple thing. But you know, we don't do it. We prefer thinking about the bad stuff of the past. And we just dwell on that. Let me encourage you. Don't dwell in it anymore. Shake it off. Shake off those heavy bands. And if you've got a cat in here and it doesn't shake off that stuff, then teach it, teach it to shake it off. Hallelujah. Who can think of the number that I'm thinking in my mind right now? All the cat lovers. Who can think of a number between one and ten? Cat lovers, hold your hands up, and the one that's closest will be get this wonderful prize. Now think of the number that I'm thinking. I'll write it down for you. Right. Okay, Carol. Nine, no. Five, Mary? No. Seven, who said seven? You take us? What about you? Seven, two. What about you? Three is the number. Hallelujah. Right on the head. This is for you. I don't know if you could lift it. Come and see if you can lift it, because it's heavy. You, you might not manage. Look at that. If you really don't want it, Jesse asked me for it, so... You can give it to her if you feel like it. Hallelujah. After you've seen that ad, even a cat has a sense to shake off those heavy bands, shake off the dirt of the past. It affects everyone around you. The Lord is going to do a new thing for us in 2019. God is more interested, listen to me, in our future than he is in our past. You may be sitting here this morning and you feel you've made so many mistakes that God doesn't even want to have anything to do with you. I want you to know today it's over. If you're a Christian, it's covered by the blood. He no more sees the things you've done. He only sees the blood of his crucified son.
All that stuff is behind you when you accept Jesus into your heart and life. Your sins are forgiven you. It's covered. It's all behind you. God has plans for your life. And he's about to do a new thing. Regardless now, regardless of what kind of failure you've had in the past. A financial failure. A relationship failure. A marriage failure. A moral failure. You may think you have really blown it. But regardless, listen to me. Regardless of your failures in the past, I can offer you a new beginning this morning. Woo! Everybody put up their hand for the cat litter. Who's going to put up their hand for a new beginning this morning? Hallelujah. Every one of you put up the hands that love the cats for the cat litter. But this is more important than any cat litter, let me tell you. Shake it off. If you want a fresh start in life, stop making excuses for your failures. Stop blaming others. Most of our failures are our own fault and of our own doing. Perhaps pride. Perhaps pride is holding you back. The Bible tells us that pride leads to destruction. We are in a dangerous place when we think we know more than God. Step out in faith this morning. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Savior, then do it now. That's the first step. That's the best step that you can make. It's the best step I ever made in my life. Ever. Was the night that I bowed down. And I rejected him. You all know the story. Or some of you do, or some of you don't. I was in a church just like this. It was packed. I was sitting back there where, uh, I think, where Deborah was, or Robert was. And I was with a family. And the pastor was Pastor Simon Cameron, and he was some preacher. He was a great preacher. And he was speaking that night and how important it is to accept Jesus Christ into your heart and life as your Savior. And I listened to all the singing. And it was actually the singing that made a difference in me more than the Word, actually, in my case. And I saw them that I'd gone to school with, and some of them I terrorized, some of them... Uh, I was a little rascal when I was at school, still a little bit of a rascal. And, uh, I, 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 but I saw something in them that I didn't have. And that's what spoke to me. And that's why it's important when we enter into the praise and worship. These are not just idle songs that we sing. These are life-giving songs that will change your life if you get into the Spirit. Oh, the Spirit in me is filling my heart with love. Some of those songs today were just amazing for me. What I, and then he gave the appeal. I'd never heard an appeal before in my life. And he got me and he says, he said how important it was to ask Jesus into your heart. Like, and I'm sitting, and he says, is there anyone here that's not saved? Sitting over there. I'd just come home and leave for four days in the army, people shooting at me and riots, people cussing me. People, uh, when we were in the prison guard, they would show the, throw their stuff at you. And uh, we didn't shake it off so good as a cat, but they, they, they did all that stuff to us. And here we were home for just four days. R&R, rest and recuperation. I didn't go to church. I wasn't interested in church. And I went to the church, 
And as I was there, I was listening to what he said. Is there anyone here that's not saved? Let's please open up my hand. The man next to me has passed away now. His name was Billy. He nudged me in his stomach and he says, hey, you know what you're doing? I says, yes, I'm just telling this man I'm not saved. He says, oh, no, you're not. You're telling them that you want to get saved. Oh, I've made a mistake. I don't want to get saved at all. And when he came to the appeal, he says, young man, I want you to come forward and we pray. Oh, I'm very sorry. I've made a mistake. I don't want to get saved at all. So I rejected the Lord. But at 2.30 on the Monday morning, due to go back to Northern Ireland at half past seven in the morning, I gave my heart to Jesus Christ. And I wept and I cried, and I often say it's better felt than felt. I can't express to you the experience I had. I didn't, I didn't have a Bible. I didn't have a pastor. I had no Christian friends. Here I was four days before a sinner, a rascal. But when I accepted Jesus, my life was changed. If he could do it for me, he could do it for you. He's no respecter of person. That's the first step. Romans 12, 2. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Change your focus. Psalm 1. Listen to what Psalm 1 says. Are you ready, Gil? Happy are those who are always meditating on God's word. They're like trees along a river that do not dry up. They succeed in everything they do. Everybody, listen, let me tell you, or I think everybody wants to be happy. Well, Jim, do you want to be happy? <laughs> Just checking? Yeah. yeah, okay. Everybody wants to be happy and successful in life. Jim was a master gunnery sergeant, and he was also a pilot, and he's raised a wonderful family, and he's got a lovely wife. But everybody wants to be happy and successful in life. How's that, how is that achieved? Is how that is achieved is by our focus and meditating on God's Word. We can read it, but I'm encouraging you to meditate. Meditating only means rehearsing God's Word in our minds. Meditate means to think on it over and over again. As we fill our minds with God's word and apply it to our lives, we begin to see ourselves as God sees us. You see, he sees you as special. Grace, God sees you as special. He sees me as special. We begin to see ourselves as God sees us. We have already proven we cannot do it in our own strength. The harder we try, the worse it gets. It's like banging your head. You ever tried doing that? Banging your head up against a brick wall with nothing happening. Who that? You done that? Who that there? Have you done that? Banging your head up against a brick wall. The definition of insanity. Listen to me. Who that? Listen to me. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. How many of us do the same thing over and over again and we expect a different result? 
If you're not pleased with the result, you need to change what you're doing. If we keep doing the same thing, we will just get the same results. Do you want a fresh start today? It's your choice. It's your choice. How, and then you might sit there and say, well, pastor, how can I? Let's recap. Stop making excuses. Take an inventory of your life. Act in faith. Shake off the dust from your feet. Refocus our thoughts. Forget about, the, the, about your past. Refocus on your future with the Lord. Allow him to lead and guide you. Trust God. Proverbs, one of my favorite scriptures, 3, 5, and 6. This is good advice I've given you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. This morning, I've given you a little bit of encouragement. This morning, I've given you what I feel that I need to do for a fresh start in my life. I need to shake off all those things of the past and not dwell on them. We dwell on our mistakes and things, but we have to focus on the good things that God has done for us. We have to realize afresh that it's covered. All the things, bad things that you've done, Johnny, forget about them. It's all covered. All the bad things that I've done, I have to forget about it. It's hard now because it comes up and the devil comes at you. And he'll say, well, what about that? What about that time that you did that? I would be ashamed if you knew some of the things that I've done. I'm not proud of it. But I realize that God is no respecter of persons. And if he can 